Welcome to the Information Entropy Podcast, where science and comedy collide. I'm your host, Mitchell, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Tom. On today's episode, we're going to be exploring the fascinating topic of allergies, as it is spring and hay fever is rearing its ugly, sneezy head. From seasonal allergies to food allergies, we all know someone who suffers from un- uncomfortable symptoms that come with the allergic reactions but what causes these reactions in your body and why do some people develop allergies while others do not as always we'll be taking a light-hearted and comedic approach to this complex topic with the aim of breaking down science of allergies into more digestible chunks so sit back relax and prepare to learn something new about the world of allergies on the information entropy podcast you can follow us on twitter at information entropy pod that's wrong completely wrong twitter at Info Entropy Pod, Instagram, Information Entropy Pod, and we're on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you get your daily slash weekly slash monthly slash biannually slash bi-monthly, which could be twice a month or every two months, uh, podcasting needs, we're on there. And if you can give us a rating on whatever platform you're on, we always appreciate it. Give us some feedback. It also helps us to get better. After yeah. that, long-winded... Joe. Hi Tom, how are you? How's it going? Hello mate. Yeah, good thanks. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Um, on your whole give us a rating thing, I just want to give a massive shout out to the people who have been doing that. We're now at oh, a five sick. star rating on Spotify. Um, so thank you very much. And yeah. yeah, if you haven't, please, it helps us out absolutely massively. It gets us in front of people who wouldn't normally come across it. I in fact was at a gathering uh, speaking to a friend I hadn't spoke to in a few years, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I just got, randomly got suggested your podcast." Um, so yeah, massive shout out to everyone who's been smashing likes, follows, ratings. We appreciate it massively. Hmm. And did we do? So it's been yeah, a while since we've we've been in the in the hot seat, hasn't it? It has. It's been about five we, weeks for us. We <laughs> we recorded a whole bunch because. For some reason, it was busy for a month. Either um, conferences, yeah. science things, work, me being off, off work and having a break from everything. Yeah. So we recorded loads and then put them out. So, and then I miscalculated, thinking we had one for last week, and we didn't. So we apologies didn't, so. for that. That's uh, <laughs> that's yes. on me. Oh dear. Uh, I could do yeah. the complicated maths, just not the simple stuff. You know, like counting yeah. to five. Uh, really um, struggle with that. Yeah, I too. I was in. Do you know when you're on holiday and it com- the whole week compresses to a day, so you don't know what day it is, and you get spaced out, and every day feels like a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I've just been doing that for the past like ten days. Oh, nice. Yeah, kinda. Apart from my birthday, you know. Oh yeah, that was, oh, that was, I was about special. to say. Yeah, good day. One year older. It was less. Less of a good day and more of like a good, a good three days. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Like parents and sister came, came down to stay in Plymouth for like Lovely. a couple of days. And just to put it in perspective, I was trying to work out when the last time my family was actually together for my birthday slash in the same country slash in the same county. <laughs> right. I think it was like seven years. Damn. Because <laughs> it was that's a long time. COVID. And then before then, some more. Um, yeah, so it was lovely. Good. I'm happy. Uh, yeah. The plague years really did a number on all of us. The pl- yeah, the plague years. The, pl- yeah. the plague years did a number. Some of us are still recovering from those plague years. 
Uh, too right. Too right, indeed. Um, well, yeah, good to be back anyway. Back in the swing yeah. of things. Um, awesome stuff. Have you, have you got any news? Any news to I do. I do have some off? news. Yeah. Well, I didn't, you know, keep track of it. I've, I've been turned off the my, my science blinkers because I keep saying this to everybody who asked me to do anything. <laughs> Make sure can you can you do, can you wash up the dishes? Oh, sorry, I can't on holiday. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> um, it's actually illegal to wash things up when you're on holiday. <laughs> it's like revoke that. your privileges. It's my birth week. Sorry, I can't do it. Can't do it. If I invoked the birth week rule, <laughs> like it's not just my birthday, it's my birth week. Can't do it. Can't do anything. Um, news this week: Ghost Catfish. This oh, is, this is something that that, that appeared on, on my feed. Um, I don't know if you, now, just from the title, I don't know if you're going to go down biology or some weird mm. like dating. Oh thing. no! Like not a mixture of ghosting <laughs> and catfishing not, people. No, no, it's not people that ghost when they catfish other people. Um, it's, this is a biology route. Of, okay. Uh, ghost catfish is a type of catfish, right? Which uh, they turn rainbow with white light. Oh, cool! If, if you didn't know, I, I um, didn't. no, and some some animal researchers also didn't know that and then be like well why because white light will never normally pass through their environment so let's let's do an investigation to find out why um and it's all to do with the light bending as it travels through microscopic stripped structures in the in the animal's muscles oh yeah i have so a picture many- that's wild yeah, so there's many fish with like iridescent flares anyway, but they have tiny crystals in the skin or their scales that reflect light. But ghost catfish and other transparent aquatic seals like eel larvae, ice fish, they lack those structures because, you know, with eel, they need to be more flexible than a fish and they can do the whole S thing. Um, <laughs> so a scientist called Zhao and a bunch of his colleagues um, took the fish, stole them, from their natural habitat, I'm sure we always talk about this when they do experiments with, with ethical approval. Winningly, yeah, yeah. Uh, and examined them under different lighting conditions, uh, and they determined that the iridescence arose from light passing through the fish rather than reflecting off of it. Okay, by using a white light laser to illuminate the animal's muscles and skin separately. It's always lasers, isn't it? Always, always lasers. lasers. Always comes down to it. Yeah. They also did some x-rays and there's some there's some images if you go searching which will explain the, the structures a bit better but there's like regularly spaced banded they're roughly about two micrometers long and they run through the whole length of the muscle fiber okay and that's what that's what causes the iridescence that's pretty cool yeah the the purpose of this still unclear they don't really know why because again the the depths where they normally live in the murky waters like seldom they, they rely on sight they don't at all so because there's no light down there yeah. but you know is what it is what Some if it's just a that, happy accident like having the muscle structure yeah. like that is better um and then yeah it, that's not its intended purpose that's just a side effect that isn't yeah bad something it could be to do with like the movement traveling in their schools okay george uh, or to help them blend in from land predators like birds. 
Okay, because that would make see, sense. Because they've got polarized vision, vision. of some birds. So, so instead of reflecting the light, if it lets the light pass through. Yeah. And then that would refract it's like, it anyway. I, I imagine, you know, like there's certain, um, how radar works with submarines. It goes ping and then it goes away and then comes back. And that's yeah. how it knows something's there because it gets a response. Uh, but there's some uh, camouflage, radar camouflage, which is like rubber, but it's got holes in it. Right. So it absorbs the ping so it doesn't tell the people where they are. Oh, you don't that's know, cool. That's how, that's, that's how some camouflage works for radars. Um, but I imagine it's like that. So to camouflage in, it just lets it through instead of bouncing it back. Yeah. And then it's better to dissipate the light, thus splitting mm. it up and then making it rainbow colored because it's a prism. That's mm. pretty cool. Yeah. Nature be wild. Yeah, fish. Gotta love fish. You like, you like fish, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I like some fish, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, like, you're a big fan. Big fan of fish, aren't big, you? Big Tom? fan, yeah. Prefer, preferred okay. whales, though. Oh, okay. Just a bigger yeah. fish. Uh, yeah, exactly the same. Just yeah, a bigger just fish. Yeah, they even breathe oh, water fish? now. No, I was gonna say that whales no, aren't fish. They're, they're mammals, mate. Oh, they okay. Yeah, they like us. Biggest, they biggest got hair. They got milk. <laughs> uh, elephant. It was just ridiculous. Maybe one person, one individual listener who will know how we're mocking him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that individual biggest listener. Time of your life. Ride this high for the rest of your life. Uh, Elephants. Biggest thing I can think of. It's the only logical answer, really. (laughs) (laughs) Until you think think about about it for a little bit. (laughs) 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 Oh, bloody hell. Right. We'll stop mocking this person now when they've got no uh, opportunity to defend themselves and move on to allergies. Yes, boop, hay boop, fever. Boop. Not specifically just hay fever, but all allergies. That is allergies the one. Are you, are you a hay fever sufferer? Oh, mate, yeah. Yeah. I am. I am. Unfortunately, I am. Don't it know how it's going to be this a bit year. later in the year. Yeah, what, what, um, do you know what pollen you are? Uh, out. later in the year. <laughs> Not a clue. So that's all you know. Not yeah, now. I was talking about it with people at the weekend, and they said that one of their friends knew exactly which tree it was. Okay, like which well, that's tree pollen it was? Yeah, because it was like super early and very specific. You know, like a specific couple of like weeks span. They worked out like what tree it was. Okay, I was like, that's um, great. But do you know what that tree looks like on site to avoid it? That's not how it works. <laughs> keep it upwind. No, downwind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep downwind it downwind. The tree. Um, yeah. It will be interesting now that I'm back in the UK because the past mm. few years it's not been that bad. Whereas I remember in the UK, it generally used to be a lot worse. So, yeah, uh, yeah I guess we'll have to see whether I just start walking around with leaky eyes uh, or I'm okay. I'm, now that I'm out of, out of the, big, the big smoke, the big city, a big city, not big city, I didn't live in London, but now I'm more in the countryside, I'm wondering if it's going to be worse. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Mm, I hope yeah. it's not. But no, well, no, I hope for you because it can be an awful time, can it? Oh, it's abs- you know, it absolutely sucks. Yeah. Anybody's got hay fever. And do you know what's ridiculous? We'll dive into it a little bit later on. You just get it. You can have it, not have it for years in your life. And then suddenly, boom, hay fever. Yeah, your body's just like, what is that? Red <laughs> alert. 
Um, <laughs> great game franchise, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe because I'm right on the coast, like where I work, to you know, five feet away from a beach. Maybe that will counteract it. Salt water, wind all the time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's just not around. Um, but we'll see. So, any facts? Facts? Yeah. Um, no, I'm not in the facts. You'll have to look at the facts. Oh, me. all right. So I've got Actually, the top... Actually, no, no, I do have some facts. I have oh, some facts. okay. Well, I've but got the top five most common facts. Uh, facts. <laughs> most common Allergies. Facts. Okay. Oh, dear. The top five most allergens. Allergies? Allergies? Diseases? Um, yeah. First one, allergic rhinitis. Rhinitis? Rhinitis Basically a fancy, yeah. word, fancy word of saying hay fever. Okay. Food allergies is the second one. Um, but I feel like this is cheating since food is such a big category. But they've lumped yes. it all in one, so okay. it's fine. Um, now, th- those are the two big ones out of the way. Can you get one of the remaining three? What do you reckon? Yeah, wait, sorry. Go for them again. So we've had hay fever and we've had yeah. food allergies. I just what <laughs> other are the most I've got five listed here as the most common allergy sources what uh, else pets. do you reckon pets, pets or is it we're just doing animals here. just animals um animals not like on here cats. either no you're telling me that like cats and dogs and pets are not on here they're not on the top five most common at least oh okay most, most common yeah um I'm racking my head so is, is it not like food, food, plants, animals? Like is that uh, is, no, so how big are these? You got hay fever. You got food allergies. Uh, okay, the next so it's very, very specific. Is... Um, nuts. Uh, that comes there? under food, I reckon. Ah, uh, well, see, what I mean. You got very specific hay fever, and then you got foods as a whole category. Hay fever um, can be quite broad, though, I guess, depending what pollen you're specifically allergic to. But uh, I'll, I'll give you that. The next one is insect stings. Isn't everybody allergic to insect stings? <laughs> um, well, I guess that yeah, but in a, in a specific way that it, like if I get stung by a bee, I'm kind of okay. Like it hurts, and you know that sucks, yeah. and that bit inflames, but it doesn't cause me to go into anaphylactic shock. Right. Okay. Which it would for some people. Okay. Is it like so ridiculously specific that it's like uh, not actually the dogs, but like the fur, like no animal fur they're fairly broad categories okay the, ne- the the last one is skin allergies um and that right. I, don't, I don't know what, are you allergic to your own skin does that mean or you just your skin's hypersensitive do you get eczema a lot do you know what i mean that kind, that kind of stuff i imagine um but the last one medication allergies a lot of people are allergic to different uh, kinds of medication yeah, and technically, it's, not, it's an allergy. Yeah. Like, um, it's probably not. A, it's probably not. It's probably not an allergy. But I have proofing. Hey, I'm not allowed to have it anymore. Okay. Not straight up, not allowed to have it. Uh, you can't be on blood thinners and have ibuprofen because it oh, messes really? with your stomach. It messes with your stomach lining. And right. if your stomach starts bleeding whilst you're on blood thinners, uh, nothing you can do about it. Leaky tap. Just, leaky tap. Sit up. Sit and just wait. Um. But it did cause me to ha- uh, like have hallucinogenic dreams. Oh, really? <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. Was, if I ever wanted to have like a crazy night, just two ibuprofen before bed, 
and I would have either the most terrifying nightmares or the most lucid dreams. Okay. Fair one. Yeah. Well, so, there we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> Blood thinners yeah. and ibuprofen to get your weekend started. Please do not yeah. do that. No. no. <laughs> um, the, issue, the issue with, with like medical allergies is it's like you can't get them out of your body normally. If you like brush against an animal fur, like you can't in a rash and you can take something for it. But yeah. if you're like, you've taken paracetamol and you're allergic to it, like. Ugh, you just got to get that much. back up as quick as you can. Yeah. Or take some histamine, antihistamines. Yeah. It's the histamines that are causing it. It's, and it's one of those things as well. You don't know until you try it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to no, have this thing that's going to help me. So and then... when I, and I think everybody should have it. When you're young, and you should, well, when you're adult, you should have it as well because it can change. You can get those blotch tests that test oh, different yeah. um, drugs as well as animal stuff. I've seen sure. those. Like they, they draw like a grid on your... <laughs> Quadrant. Yeah, yeah like your back you're going or, for. Your, or whatever it is. And they prick you or swab you with loads of different things. And you see some people absolutely fine, nothing. And then other people, every single box is like, there's a lump in it of a different size. Yeah. Whenever um, I see that, I just think, oh, the the, uh, the person doing the test has already got some cross-contamination. I would, I would want it to them to do it again. Okay, that's fair. Because yeah. it, seem, it, seems very, it seems more likely there's cross-contamination that I'm just allergic to living. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you just have to live in a bubble like that episode of The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I allergic right. to anything else? No, I've, I'm allergic to hay fever. Um, oh, no, actually, but some some cats... Well, okay. Okay, this, is, this is, it seems really obvious, but at the time I didn't obviously put two or two together. Uh, I thought... <laughs> I went to see my sister who had rabbits. Right. And then like had a str- had a bit of a struggle breathing kind of situation going on. Because the, the rabbits had hay. Yeah. And it was like, I was actually allergic to the hay as well as the rabbits. I wasn't sure if it was the rabbits or oh. if it was the hay, but I've had, I've had issues with hay before. So the, like, the hay fever is something else because it's tree pollen for me, but also specifically hay. So you ridiculous. have literal hay fever. <laughs> And figurative yeah. hay fever. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I just, yeah, uh, that's an unfortunate piece. thing, really, to visit someone and then find out you're allergic to all the things in that one cage. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like I had to go sit in the other room <laughs> and like down antihistamines oh, to have fun. Like trying to have dinner when you're having like an allergic reaction to just the air in the same room that you're trying to have dinner in. Yeah, a bit of a, a, bit of a, a, bit of a tricky one. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, Bloody yeah. hell. All right, well, just it's make sure you don't get rabbits at any point. <laughs> yeah, which is strange because we've always had cats. Because I thought it could be like the... Because it's not specifically the fur, it's their like... No, was it was it what's it called in like humans when you got a flaky scalp? A dandruff. Yeah, no, yeah, it's the, it's the dandruff. That's that's the, that's the bit that people get allergic to. It's not specific dandruff, but it's the same thing. It's the oh, stuff that I'm comes not allergic off. Allergic to the rabbits. I'm allergic to their dandruff. Yeah, give them some head and shoulders, mate. <laughs> <laughs> They're worth it. Oh, <laughs> that's really. funny. 
right? Um, yeah, because it's, it's the yeah, it's the skin cells, saliva okay. or urine. So it's the the proteins on the skin cells that come off that you're actually allergic to. Okay, that tracks. I understand. Which, I don't know why I'm trying to say, trying to imply that people think that they're just allergic to the existence of animals. Like, just if you're in line of sight. Like, obviously, <laughs> that's it. Like, that's the reason for it. It's not just like they're in the same room and they've got line of sight and they're just like, their body's like, ooh, no, I don't like the look of that. There yeah. is like something coming off of yeah, dogs. There and stuff are, it's an actual to. physiological response to certain compounds <laughs> yeah. entering the body. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we'll get on to that. Why don't we first just go through what allergies what are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got, you know, I got it. Go got for it. it. Yeah. So, uh, an allergy is an abnormal immune response to a substance that is normally harmless to most people. This substance is called an allergen, and it can be found in many things such as post, post, pollen, dust mites, certain foods, insect venom, and medications. Rabbit and rough. <laughs> yeah, when a person is, with an allergy is exposed to an allergen, their immune system overreacts and produces antibodies called immunoglobulin E. Glob, globulin. Glob, yeah. Globulin? Yeah, immuno, immunoglobulin E. Which, is actually, which triggers the release of histamine and other chemicals in the body. This can lead to various symptoms such as sneezing, running nose, itching, rashes, swelling, and severe cases. In severe cases, anaphylaxis shock is life-threatening. It is. They can be... <laughs> I always, <laughs> always love this. So allergies can be genetic or they can be acquired, like Pokemon. You can go and catch them all. Catch them um, all. Yeah, fill up that blot test on, on your back. Yeah. One quadrant at a time. One quadrant at a time. They can also be developed due to age. They can just happen. But you can yeah. acquire them. So uh, is it bees? You can acquire by being stung. You can just, you didn't have it before, but you, if you get stung enough, you can acquire the allergy, like you move the response. Okay, yeah. So it's not uh, just like one won't do it, but if you're like stung by a few, you you could. I mean, um, and that kind of makes sense, right? Because like if you've got enough for it in your system, eventually your body's going to be like, okay, they've injected me with some bee venom here, which is a thing. I've just checked. It may not be every single bee, uh, but it's called apitoxin. Apitoxin. Um, your body be like, oh, there's not enough of that to worry about. But eventually maybe like, oh, we've seen this geezer before. Let's just get rid of it. Immune response, red alert. Um, mm. And then, then you've just suddenly developed an allergy to it. Yeah, that's it. Death. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's some, it. Some, Done. Yep. Yeah, some super common types of allergies: hay fever, asthma. Nothing at you, Tom. Eczema. Is that an allergy though? Is yeah, yeah, it is. It's to the you're allergic to breathing. <laughs> I'm allergic to the very air that I needed to sustain life. Great. I saw... Um, uh, it, is tri- it, it is triggered by different things, though. So some people what? have an allergy to exercise. <laughs> it was really funny, um, Tom. It's, it's dust. I, yeah. Uh, I saw uh, an old fr- and a good old friend last week, and she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> My son, he, he used to have a friend. Yeah, he's your, isn't he your friend? He's the one with the asthma. And I went, what, Tom? <laughs> she went, oh, yeah, that's him, Tom. <laughs> 
you were, you were identified by how asthmatic you were as a child and the fact that our friend had the same asthma drug as you did. So oh, you were yeah. asthma buddies. Asthma yeah. friends. Do you know what? Nothing ties two people together more than <laughs> inhaler usage. Oh, yeah. It's just a good time puffing away in the corner, you know? Do you do like the lady in the trap where you like wrap your, ha- wrap your arms around each other then like breathe in your inhaler? Yeah, basically what Very you romantic. do is you get you get a nebulizer. Yeah, a nebulizer. And then what type? You each, like a big one? Um, well, just like the little tube one, right? Okay, yeah. So it aerosols the gas. You each puff in each end, and then you you do the whole lady in the tramp uh, yeah. spaghetti moment, but eat on each end of a nebulizer. So nebulizer <laughs> technology. I don't know, only know this because he had a friend who used one twice a day. Yeah. Uh, the technology came on so so much in the last five years that the nebulizer used to take like five to ten minutes. And he used to, he used to sit there for like half an hour, like a, t- a time, yeah, doing the whole thing, prepping all the stuff, and do it like twice a day. The last one that came out it was like thirty seconds. <laughs> like it That's was just, mad because it because it aerated it so well and like vaporized it so well. And the drug combination, it like knew. So you'd just be like, yeah, 30 seconds, boom, on with on your day. That's pretty, ra- that's cool. I never yeah. had like a fancy one. I think we just called it a nebulizer. Um, but it was like, it was just basically a chamber that you sprayed an aerosol into. And it yeah, automatically like mixed. So, um, the inhaler, an inhaler is just a, neb- is a nebulizer. Because it puts it into a chamber and you breathe it in. Um, It doesn't, it just ejects the gas aerosol straight into your mouth your lungs if you're doing it properly unless you've got a powdered to... one no no even even the one with the canister you're supposed to spray it and then breathe it in you're not supposed to spray it and then breathe it at the same time I thought oh uh, well my doctor's been teaching me all wrong man how to use an inhaler <laughs> I don't want to say this as like Uh, okay, a lot of people do do it wrong, but not the way I said it. You're supposed to breathe slowly and calmly yeah. whilst pushing down. A lot of people just like push down and then huff it. Like they're sucking in the good stuff, but you're supposed to do it slowly to relax the lungs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, dude. Cool. All right. So I'm Asthma Boy. Good to know. All yeah, my life's yeah, accomplishments. Yeah. Asthma yeah. Boy has stuck with me. Well, good. Yeah. Um, cool. So, um, what have Ultrasonic, I got by here? the way. Ultrasonic. Is, is, the, is the type of uh, nebulizer. There's three. Jet, mesh, and ultrasonic. So the, the jet one is the compressed air turns the medicine into mist. That's probably one I think you're talking about. Right, yeah. Um, the second one is the mesh, where medicine is passed through tiny mesh to create a fine mist. And then the ultrasonic is a high frequency vibrations turn the medicine into mist. The droplets tend to be a bit larger, um, and this it's it's a bit quieter, but it costs a bit more. But it's a bit more fancy. Okay, yeah, that's fair. But it's good. Yeah, if you're if you're trying to get um, not just like allergy medicine, but like big droplets into your lungs, then yeah, needed. That's what you need. Um, so bringing it back to allergies. Yeah. Now, many people obviously 
can be allergic to the same thing but just have a very different reaction and this is the kind of crazy thing about allergies as you said it's the immune system launching like a response against this allergen whatever that allergen is right Mm -hmm. so sometimes and it's kind of like when you get a cold the cold isn't making you feel ill it's your body's response to try and protect you which makes you feel bad like Mm -hmm. the runny nose is a defense to stop more of that harmful substance getting in potentially or also excreting it from your nose and things like that like your cough is there because your lungs are inflamed because it's trying to get rid of shit i mean obviously yeah but like a lot of the symptoms you experience during hay fever or even just normal flu-like times is just your body like getting really hot to try and kill the bacteria right it's just your body it's not the actual thing uh which i find quite annoying and funny in a very ironic way um <laughs> have you got any uh, specific topics to go into anything uh, you'd like to uh speak about uh oh we suppose about uh, the histamines uh antihistamines weird al- some weird allergies okay some weird allergies uh and how does someone gain an allergy okay well before we go on to antihistamines do you know that beers bees Alcohol, full stop, is a histamine. Is it? Yeah. So, on a when, because I'm yeah, from, we're from Devon. So when, I'm, when when the sun's coming out and I'm in the beer garden, not having beer, but having cider, as I'm from Devon, and I've had my hay fever tablets. I've also had um, <laughs> allergy tablets to to double myself up. Got the got the antihistamines in in my system. Yeah, because the histamines are. Uh, I'm then actually. Stymieing myself by then drinking alcohol, which is purely counteracting the antihistamine I've just taken. That's that's sad. Does it yeah. interfere with the antihistamines in the system, or is it just adding to the whole histamine? It's adding affair. It's adding to the whole. So it's it's like say you've got five from the hay fever, and you've got ten from the antihistamines. Yeah. That means your body can deal winning. with it. Okay. The yeah. And then you then you have a cider and your and then you put like ten to the histamine side. You've then got fifteen to ten, which mm. means you're having a an adverse reaction. Which is so funny because I, I in real time I'll just like drink be drinking cider and then just start sneezing more and my nose will block. I'm like, gosh darn. I had no gosh, idea. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're allergic to apples. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't do this to me. Don't even say it. Don't even just, say it as a threat. Just um, allergic to fermented cider. apples. How dare you? Next, you'll be saying I'm allergic to pasties, and I'll just like swear off being <laughs> from the southwest. Yeah, you'll have to move up north. You'll have to come to Scotland yeah. at that point. Get get into pies. Um, yeah, pies are good. <laughs> yeah, but pasties are better. I feel like if you're allergic to pasties, though, war. you're going to be allergic to pies. Uh, yeah, because it'll be like the butter or the eggs in the pastry. Yeah. Um, well, I had a pasty at the weekend, so more good. Okay, more good. good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You didn't break out in hives. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Well, we we were friends who used to be quite a big drinker. Uh, and he would also he's like very allergic to things. Like his immune response to to allergies 
he would like be necking. It's just, it's just the worst heat fever you possibly can. But then he would also drink terribly and he would be constantly be like battling. He just never would be able to breathe through his nose because that's of unfortunate. Yeah. This is one of the responses to, to an allergy is like you can't breathe through your nose. Your nose becomes blocked. Yeah. My, my, my most loathed response is the blocking of the, I can deal with like the sneezes and the coughing and the itchy eyes, but not being able to breathe through my nose does my head in. I feel like... I don't know what it is. Yeah. No, I, I completely feel you. Maybe itchy eyes is quite an annoying one, um, but certainly blocked nose, especially when you're trying to sleep. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. That so is... That is oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I found out the, the nasal spray, which is also another antihistamine that you can get, which you like put up your nose to unblock it. Uh, if you keep using it, your body becomes dependent on it. Oh, nice. So if you're not using it, your nose will be blocked and will only unblock once you use the nasal spray. Oh, that's tragic. So I had to like wean myself off of them <laughs> slowly because <laughs> I was using it and I was like, ah, oh, I can breathe the colors. I can see the world again. Um, and yeah, I had to like. Just go cold yeah. turkey. Just go cold, suffer full, yeah, full, with a full cold turkey. Blocked nose um, for a month. Yeah, essentially, like cover tape my mouth when I went to sleep <laughs> to force my body to breathe through its nose because um, it's better for you. If, if people there out there didn't know, mouth breathing is bad. Breathing, <laughs> thing, breathing bunch of mouth bloody breathers. mouth breathers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> nasal breathing is is the best form of breathing. Um, you need to up your breathing game. Have you heard about nasal breathing? Yeah, no joke. Four out of five uh, and, doctors recommend. What? They do? <laughs> this is, it's such a strange phenomenon people don't realise. It's like breathing through your... If you're predominantly breathing through your mouth, you shouldn't be. You should be predominantly breathing through your nose. That's the, like the norm is breathing through your nose. And when you think... Of, and if you, like, Now I've said it now. There's a bunch of people, if they're listening to this, being like... <gasps> is it? <laughs> <laughs> now very conscious of how they're breathing it's like when you say um don't think about blinking yeah and now you're just like oh i just see darkness every like every half a second there's just the world goes dark um yeah so so if taping this is another thing that happened going for runs and like exercising right is so much better for you if you just like nasal breathe instead of breathing through your mouth because it keeps your breathing rate better Yeah, it keeps your breathing rate down, keeps your heart rate down, is is so much better for your body. Yeah, it's ridiculously like if you I'm I'm sold. I'm sold on the, the nasal breathing thing. Okay. So I've like tried to be some like kind of pyramid breather. scheme in the last five weeks to do nasal yeah. breathing. Or... <laughs> I've got a great, fantastic <laughs> uh combo here. If you want to save money on a, a deal that I've got on nasal uh, sprays. It's just called duct tape. Um and it's for your mouth. Uh People do that. There are some people that will um, like I, I tape their mouth closed at mouth night. Uh, I <laughs> the first time I tried it was during winter. I ended up like burning my nostril because of how cold the air was, <laughs> and right. like the blood vessels in my nose just couldn't cope, and it was so painful, like so painful. Um, yeah, yeah imagine that looks. sounds awful. Get some weird looks. Uh, okay. What are antihistamines? We've now said what histamines are. Yeah. Immunoglobulins. 
E. Yeah. Specifically the E kind. Um, but antihistamines are essentially just the opposite. <laughs> they, 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 it's just what they are. What, they have like a protein. I can't remember exactly what they are. Tom. Um, yeah, well, there'll be a protein of some, at least there'll be a, a molecule, right? Because yeah, you can't put proteins in a tablet, right? That's, yep, that's that not going to work. No, um, but you so put there'll in meat, be a molecule. So there's that. What, sorry? You can put them in meat. Yes. Proteins. Okay, yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. I thought you talked about antihistamines then. I just imagine, like, do you uh, inject your burgers with antihistamines? Like, uh, do you know what? Does it make the beard gown easier? <laughs> you know what? The side that you're allergic that, to? If they did that, that would be great. Here, take an antihistamine burger with your cider. Yeah. Two things that I love. <laughs> Dear to my heart. <laughs> very, very close to my heart. Just like the fat from the beer and the cider. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So I presume that they are proteins or yeah. something along, along those lines. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They work by binding to histamines receptors in the body. Yes. So they prevent histamines from attaching to their cells and causing a reaction by blocking them. This is very much like what we talked about before, about the but That's just pain a lot blockers. of biology. It yeah, works just like, through this lock and key mechanism. <laughs> so yeah, here's a blocker. I got, a bit, I got a bit of the process. And it's basically, as you said earlier, when the immune system encounters an allergen, it produces these immunoglobulin E, the IgE antibodies bind to mast cells, which is the type of immune uh, system cell that's found throughout the body. And when that is encountered, the same allergen, it recognizes it um, and releases Mm -hmm. a histamine into the bloodstream, which then goes and fires very specific histamine receptors that binds to and then basically allows the body to start giving you a blocked nose because it's just sending on information. It's like, oh, hey, we found this. I'm going to go tell the histamine receptor uh, mm-hmm. to then start doing antibody things that we hate, like blocked noses, runny eyes, uh, itchy faces, all that stuff. All your antihistamine is doing is finding the same receptor and sitting in it so that the histamine can't sit in it yeah. and pass that information on. It's like, I'm going to block this up, but not send any information along. Um, so it fits in the receptor well enough that it can get inside, but doesn't fit in so well that the receptor thinks it's histamine. Does that make yeah. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very much like the, the brain stuff we, we spoke about before. Um, and it's, I, it's, it must be just such an efficient system, right? Obviously, it's just how the bodies work. Um, and all animals, at least mammals, work in, in, in this way. Um, so yeah, really cool. Really interesting. For sure. Um, and I didn't know this, but there are different types of antihistamines. Do tell. Yeah. So uh, you have two main types, first generation oh. and second generation antihistamines. So the first generation, uh, an example here is, oh my God, I can't pronounce this, diphenhydramine. Okay. Diphenhydramine yeah. um, or chlorphenyramine. Cool. If there's some doctor out there, apologies for butchering that. 
Um, so first generation antihistamines are more sedating and have a shorter duration of action. So if you ever go to the shop and you get antihistamines and they're drowsy ones, this is probably what you're getting. Okay. Um, they sedate you a bit more, happen a bit quicker, but they don't last as long. Uh, the second generation antihistamines such as loratadine or cetrazine uh, are less sedating and have a longer duration of action. But I imagine the second generation antihistamines, while they have a longer duration, the effect isn't as strong. Okay. So if you have really bad hay fever, um, you may find these second generation ones don't actually help you as much as you're wanting. So you have to go for a first generation and maybe have a couple a day. Uh, but pretty sure you should check the label. I'm not a doctor. Don't do what I say. Uh, doses, <laughs> <laughs> especially drowsy ones, not to be messed around with. Yeah, I used to. Oh. I'm trying to remember what it is. Loratadin is one that I can have. Uh, yeah, that's a second generation one. Yeah, that's the one I can have. The other one I can't. Makes okay. me so unbelievably <laughs> drowsy. I can imagine so, especially if with uh, your thinners. So I think. Oh, you're not. No, not 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 yet. No, I actually don't know what it's going to be like. Oh, okay. I have yet to take. The, the antihistamines on the blood thinners to see what the, the effect's going to be. Oh, so, so even we'll without that, you you were just drowsy on your first yeah, generation? Yeah, originally. Okay, yeah. okay oh, so well, stick with you, your loretidine or cetrazine and you'll be fine. Now, it just says they're less sedating, not that they're not sedating. Okay. Um. So, yeah, good luck with that. Don't operate heavy <laughs> machinery. Okay, I won't. I don't day-to-day anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Wait, um, does a car does a car count? I see. I was just thinking this. I, I mean, I guess they they weigh a ton, right? More. <laughs> they weigh. They weigh They're a whole pretty ton. heavy, and they are heavy. a machine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say a car counts as operating heavy machinery. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Okay, cool. Keep us posted on that. <laughs> Um, so essentially antihistamines don't stop your immune system freaking out they just stop your immune system pressing the panic button it's still freaking yeah. out it just can't send that message along uh, which I find quite funny uh, in a weird yeah. way but it, but it comes back to do you know trying to get I keep trying to get people to be like when you take pain painkillers and stuff the, the reason that you've still got the pain exists like you need to sort that out oh right well. yeah it's exactly it's exactly the same process right the pain is still happening it's just not being sent to your brain yeah 100 percent. and people so, yeah. will always forget that At l- a lot of the time if you take painkillers um it lasts for the duration where your body can sort it out especially if it's something minor right yeah um but yeah, you actually need to sort that thing out. And it's a lot more difficult with, let's say, hay fever. <laughs> because you just need to stop breathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, get away from the trees. Stand up wind. Um, yeah. Fair. What, what are these uh, What are these weird allergies then? Oh. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. Well, some of them are just a, a bit unfortunate. 
if you if you've got them. Okay. Uh, so you've got cold uticaria, where this person this is the type of allergy where a person will develop hives or welts when they're exposed to cold temperatures. Okay. So uh, it can be triggered by swimming in cold water, walking outside on a cold day, or even eating cold food. So you're like having an ice cream, and then boom. Mouth yeah. just flares up. Yeah. Um, that would be pretty upsetting. So I I have thought that I this could be me. And not I'm just saying this because I'm a bit unfit at the moment, but exercise induced anaphylaxis. Okay. So some people can develop a severe allergic reaction, uh, not full anaphylaxis because that is not that severe, but uh, reaction during or after exercise, which can also be triggered by you know other factors such as eating certain foods before exercise or taking certain medications. Because after running, uh, I will get like quite wheezy for about a couple of hours. Okay. It's not just like I'm out of breath and I'm like... <laughs> But it'll be like there'll be a wheeze to my my, voice, my breathing. Yeah, yeah. You know that the the penguin from uh, Toy Story. Yeah, you know, wheezy. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like I took my squeaker. <laughs> that him. Um, allergy to sunlight is another unfortunate one called solar uh, urticaria. What which happens means there? like. Within a few minutes of being exposed to the sun, you get hives and rashes. So these last couple that you've mentioned, well, all yes. of these that you've mentioned, don't have an allergen. Like, they don't have a molecule in the body that the immune system's reacting to. Yeah. So what's the operation here? Um, do you know what? I hate, I hate, I hate working through this in science. Uh, it's not fully known. Uh, it's not classic. fully understood how it works. But uh, it's thought to involve the triggering of an antibody uh, medi- medi- mediated immune reaction. Okay. Within the body. So, do you know, like, you have like autoimmune diseases and things that happen that right. just happen within the bodies. Like, yeah. there's autoimmune conditions that can just occur why some freak imbalance or something like that apparently okay. you can cause the imbalance like uh i mean it's certainly an allergen right because it's very specific that are responsible for triggering solar urticaria are usually long wavelength ultraviolet or visible light pretty upsetting yeah to have that I mean, lots of people could have that for other wavelengths, right? We just don't know because yes, we know don't encounter them. Um, yeah. Behavior modifications. Like, how can it be treated? Behavior modifications. Just don't go outside. Just become a vampire. Move um, to Scotland and wear a coat. Uh, allergy to water is the next one. That is unfortunate. Now, is that like yeah. a skin allergy or like you can't even drink it? Uh showering swimming or sweating so i don't think it's the drinking uh, i allergy. think it's touching yeah. of the skin yeah which again unfortunate what's that show I do where, get they, that, turn in, though. Like where that... they turn into um uh mer people uh h2o and, 
Uh, yeah, and it's the the Australian thing. Yeah. It's the meme, isn't it? No! no. H2O! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, um, dear. Now, being in Scotland, which is a cold place... Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it's more of a product of the heat rather than the water itself. But, like... Mm-hmm. Having a shower sucks for my asthma, uh, asthma, eczema, sorry. Like, especially around this time of year, I don't know whether it's like the change in the seasons or whatever. Like my skin's just like, yeah, not having it. Sorry. Um, So I, it's not like I'm allergic to water, but it does not make things easier. (laughs) Especially around this time of year. So I completely understand. It's just the most annoying thing in the world. Um. The amount of endorphins you get from giving it an itch, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. Yeah. Gives you a real rush. Um, which is such a weird, like, bodily response as well. Yeah. But, yeah. So, semi-experience the whole allergic to water thing, but only at certain times of the year. Yeah. Thankfully. Uh, yeah. Not great. Not great. Um, let me have a look at this list. That's the last one. Oh no, this one, this last one is even more peculiar than the rest. Allergic to vibrations. Some people can develop an allergic reaction when exposed to certain vibrations, such as those for motorized vehicles or power tools that can cause them hives, itching or swelling. Right. Like, how did they even discover that? That's such a weirdly specific thing to be allergic to. I, I imagine there's like some builder somewhere or someone that's working with power tools. It's far, it's called vibratory uh, ticaria. So um, sorry, I can't use the jackhammer. I'll come out. I'll break out knives. Yeah. Uh, it can cause headaches, fatigues, faintness, blurry vision, metallic taste in the mouth, facial flushing, widespread swelling. Um, yeah, it causes it's okay. It can be caused by the mutation of the ADGRE2 gene. This gene provides instructions for making a protein found in several types of immune system cells, including mast cells, mast cells, which are found in many body tissues, including the skin are important for the normal protection function of the immune system. Um, it just shakes so, them awake and they're like, I'm yeah. good to go. So the <laughs> change it. So the, ADGR2 gene mutation that causes vibratory urticaria changes a single protein building block, amino acid, in the alpha subunit, altering the protein structure and leading to a less stable interaction between the two subunits. This fragile connection can be more easily broken, so vibrations, frictions, or stretching of the skin can disrupt the associated the association between the, the subunits in the mast cells. And, and they, the researchers the suggest that once the subunits are disconnected, the beta subunit signals the mast cells to react, producing the allergy systems in the skin that occur. So, because, yeah, so a mutation in a gene causes it. Basically, when they get shaken, they get activated. Yeah. That's they're like one of those snap glow sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly less cool outcome, though. <laughs> Unless the hives also glue in the dark, then not that uh, not that useful. Just imagine really. just, just sort of oh, I'm feeling a bit, feeling a bit, uh, oh, I'm feeling a bit sore. Love, can you uh, 
look, can you just stretch, stretch your back out one second? Just clicking their back. And they're like, why am I green? <laughs> why am I going green? <laughs> turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> yeah. It's like your immune system has gone, earthquake, red button, emergency <laughs> response. Oh. Okay. Fair. Mm. So, yeah, that, mm. that would be an unfortunate one to try and navigate life through. Um, yes. It would. Like, sorry, can't go on anything bumpy. No cars, boats, planes. You can't even run. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. It, it, it would be, oh, that'd be awful. I think it'd just be one that of those things bad. where you're just like, well, I have this chronic illness and I've just got to live, like deal with the pain kind of thing. Because would you, you wouldn't be able to take like antihistamines for that would you um because it's no because again it's not yeah exactly yeah um but i think in general antihistamines block the immune response thing um apparently i learned this at uh the wedding over the weekend oh shout out to uh dom and karis by the way whoop whoop (laughs) they uh they listen so um Apparently, antihistamines, great for a hangover. I met a couple of people who were like, before water, uh, sorry, (laughs) before water, before bed. Before water was invented. Yeah, before water. No, uh, before bed, they'll, uh, once they've been drinking, obviously, they'll have an antihistamine and a glass of water. And they're like, the next day, they feel absolutely fine. Because the hangover is a response to the alcohol, which is essentially a poison, and as you pointed out, uh, an allergen in its own right. So Mm -hmm. they swear by the fact that antihistamines will sort your hangover worries out. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, So I'll try it the next time I have some on hand. Yeah. And I'll report back dutifully. Please do. Please report back dutifully. Okay. I'll pop to the shop, get some beers in. <laughs> uh, I will not do that. I go for the uh, the old um, hard seltzers. That's my. I know if I'm drinking hard, I'm drink, I know I'm drinking a lot and for a long time. Hard yeah. seltzers, only way to fly. Yeah, that's fair. at the wedding. I was going pint of beer, slice cider, water. And then I was, I was, I was just repeat, rinsing, repeating. And then the further the day got on, the more water I forgot to drink. Yeah, that always happens. <laughs> uh, I started off with great happens. intention, though. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. That's so we got about five seltzers. minutes. The oh, alcohol and water. No, they're in that's one. true. You can't escape. Does it taste nice, though? Oh, uh, there are some that do, and there are some that really don't. Yeah. So I found (laughs) this is going off topic. I found so dead man's fingers. The mushroom. No, the rum. Honestly, I should have I should have known it'd be about (laughs) alcohol. That's the topic we were on. Um, (laughs) I was telling you proudly to the world. Like you know, the weekend I just fucking started drinking some mushrooms. No, um, dead man's fingers. The rum. They started doing energy drinks. The energy cocktails. I was like. Jeez, that's back back when I was at uni and I was doing half and half of like monster <laughs> vodka. Yeah. Guess we go guess we're going back to, I'm gonna have to try some of those to see how much is gonna ruin my life. 
uh, Monster have started doing energy alcohol drinks as well. Yeah. Uh, how are being they? Is that, I don't think, I don't think, oh, I don't, I never have one. Um, no, uh, I mean, but, Fingers one? Have you tried that? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. I found it on Amazon, but uh, I'll have to do it when I've got the next three days available to recover. I, Honestly, I, I, th- I feel like uh, blood thinners and energy drinks. That's a combo. That's a dangerous combo. You'll be oh, man, ready for time. days. Oh, okay. Yeah. I Buzzing guess you built up a tolerance. Buzzing. <laughs> Alcohol and blood thinners make me a bit wobbly. I yeah. can get two rum and cokes and then I'll feel it the next morning. Um, but energy drinks are fine. Like coffee. Coffee, I have one. I've now limited myself to twice a day. The one in the oh. morning, one in the afternoon. That must be painful for you. Uh, it just means the coffees that I do have, I'm more like anal about how I make them. Like, okay. because I know I'm only making two, I can be like, okay, I can do it like good. this, get the right pressure, get the machine ready, that kind of stuff. Fair. Okay. Uh, don't blame me, to be honest. That's absolutely yeah. fair enough. Um, I got a cafetiere the other day. I've moved on from instant coffee. Nice. Yeah. Good time. Moving on up in the world. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad for you. Thanks. Yeah. I just needed to, you know, spend an extra five minutes at work doing not work. (laughs) And a cafetiere (laughs) is perfect for that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember back in the day where you used to like turn your computer on and I could go make your coffee and your tea and it'd be fine. Uh, but now, you, know, you have to be at, you have to be at your seat <laughs> because the computer turns on immediately. Ah, uh, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not mine. Not mine. No, your, no. your computer doesn't. No, <laughs> unfortunately not. My one at home does, not. just at work, not. Um, but also, I'm a student, so no one really cares if I'm sat down or not. That's true. That's also, true. great great benefit of uh, staying in education until you're nearly thirty. <laughs> Just yeah. avoiding getting a job. <laughs> what else can I do? Well, at the end of that road. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, right, we're coming up to the hour. Anything else you want to yeah. squeeze in in the last couple of minutes? Uh, you can gain. We're talking about gaining allergies. Yeah, we didn't explain how. So sniff it. Uh, it's not completely answered again. Magical world of science, but researchers believe that genetics, environmental factors, a person's immune system play a role in the development of allergies, uh, which means that you can be genetically predisposed to allergies uh, or exposed to an allergen. Your immune system may mistakenly identify as harmful and trigger immune response. Yeah. So it's a genetic predisposition oh i see yeah that's um, fair. for the environmental factors like... oh, sorry okay. cigarette smoke pollution because they found that didn't they they did a test ages ago and it was, it was to do with kids in the countryside and kids in the city and who has asthma or not and it was because oh, yeah. they believed that the pollution from the cars caused them to be more likely to have asthma that's it that's why i'm asthmatic what you were the just bloody sticking cars. your mouth around the, the, the yeah just straight out straight out the the womb I was just like on the on a tailpipe on the tailpipe just yeah. putting your mouth around it just giving it the old blowing o-rings <laughs> as well yeah fun times oh, <laughs> um I wonder with like the whole 
so you were saying sometimes you can just become allergic to something later in life and if it's a genetic one because your genes turn on and off some genes turn on some genes turn off as you progress through different stages of your life i wonder if some of this is like gene linked so one gene gets turned on but it's linked to another one which turns that Mm. one on as well and you just Mm have that happens to be one that makes you allergic to something or changes how the immune system expresses uh, its response um i don't know how plausible that is but it would be an interesting uh an interesting thing yeah sounds like it makes sense in my head yeah in, in, in your head yeah in this is why this is why i don't do molecular biology it's too <laughs> tiny uh-huh can't imagine it can't 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 even think about it no i just get lost in existential dread <laughs> get lost in the source <laughs> literally oh mm. right that's it we're up to the hour um cool i guess we'll leave it there then yeah awesome stuff so don't forget to share this with your friends families co-workers scientists other people who may think the largest thing they can think of is an elephant um <laughs> if you want more fun information science you can follow us on twitter at info entropy pod tiktok at info entropy pod instagram information entropy pod and of course we are on whichever directory you happen to be listening to us on right now and many many more if you can give us a like rating comment whatever it is you're available that is available to you on your platform of choice that would be much appreciated and uh yeah anything else to add mate no nothing for me awesome stuff we'll catch you guys the next week then indeed peace peace